G'day, g'day, and welcome to Toddy on the Potty, the football podcast bringing the amateur story to light. We are here at episode 17, and I have my friend from way back, our cricketing days. Uh, we go yeah, flag, Flagstaff Hill, you know, we used to um, play a bit of cricket together. We killed it down the bottom order. Um, you didn't mind taking a few catches as a wiki. Daniel Butcher, welcome aboard, legend. Thanks, mate. Yeah, certainly has been um, some time since we, we weren't making too much with the stick and yeah. just, just being general pests at the, the place of the cricket club. We, uh, I, I remember getting along with you really well back in the day. I reckon oh, I would have been about 16, 17, you would have been about 21, I reckon. And I still really don't know why I was playing cricket because I was dog shit at it. But <laughs> Me too, actually. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. You could have got to meet people like yourself, mate. So it was, uh, yeah, good. I'm glad I got to meet you, mate. And um, yeah, you've done a lot since then, mate. Um, thank you for coming on, mate. We'll, um, we'll jump in, mate. Um, so what's your sort of day-to-day, mate? What do you do for work? Yeah, I suppose um, day-to-day I'm a, a key camp manager for, for Carmen United Breweries. Um, so um, our office is down there at uh, Port Adelaide at the Pyrolife Brewery. So clearly been uh, dealt a pretty tough hand, but, yeah. uh, you know, it's, uh, someone's got to do it. Always. Uh, obviously, we're, we're, uh, sorry, by, by the way, we're on tour today. Um, SA Power Networks have dropped the ball on my street. <laughs> And Butchie's been kind enough to let me into his um his house and a uh, beautiful house it is. And um yeah, I've noticed a bit of beer getting around, mate. Is that uh, sort of yeah, due to few, work? Yeah, a few perks that come with the job, yeah, mate. Yeah, so, I don't mind yeah, that. I don't mind that at all. Free beer. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, so you enjoy that sort of you enjoy your line of work and stuff. And yeah, it's brilliant. Like, it's very um, relationship based and yep. you know, getting to know people. And yep. at the end of the day, you're selling a pretty cool product. So yeah, exactly. Um, what I know of you, mate, you're a people person, so you would thrive in that uh, sort of area, mate. That's perfect. Um. What are, your, what are your sort of hobbies outside of footy? Yeah, I suppose outside of footy, it's um, you know, any, anything sort of sport related, you know, uh, American sports, NBA and, and whatnot, a bit of yeah, sports. And NBA? You're an NBA man? Yeah. Who'd yeah, you go to? Mind, uh, uh, 76ers actually. So, yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, that's all right. We'll see, we'll see how we go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I suppose uh, I'd like to play a little bit more golf. Um, yeah. You know, I'd like to, you know, it's been tough with, with footy, takes up a lot of time, but yeah. Uh, that's something I'd like to get into more. Yep. And then I suppose, uh, as you know, mate, being, you know, uh, having a young family, uh, you know, one of my favourite things to do is, um, you know, just, just round up the kids and, and the wife and uh, grab the dog. But, you know, unfortunately, we, we lost our, mm. our dog. She passed away in the last month, so it was pretty sad. Yep. But, you know, go, go past a, a local coffee shop and yeah. we're pretty lucky here with, with Good Day down the road to yep. look after us. Yep. But, uh, and, you know, just go for a walk and go to a local playground with the kids. Love and, that. Love that. I've, maybe... I've got a couple um, we'll talk about after, mate. I'll get you down to. There's some, there's some, I'm sure you've probably been to them anyway, but I even venturing out a little bit to find a good park, mate. And yeah, nothing like Yeah, no, we were on the, we were in the, uh, on the trail as well. You're always trying to find something yeah, new exactly. and do something different and then hit up a, uh, a local bakery on the, on the way oh, home. Yeah, it's always uh, good for yeah, my love, dangerous. Yeah. Good for my love handles. Yeah. Um, uh yeah so yeah good day good joint we just I, we just got a coffee i grabbed you one from summertown studios have you been in there yeah yeah yep, i love yep. the vibe in there they yep. had all the old school records in there all old hip-hop stuff and i love all that stuff i was uh yeah do a good coffee there too um so yeah i'm with you with the american sports mate so any other outside interests mate like could you jump into your music or stuff like that or you you sort of, apart from listening to Toddy on the potty, mate? Or? Yeah, well, yeah, that takes up, you know, a bit of time getting through your, your previous 16 episodes, mate. The amount of shit uh, I talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I suppose, uh, yeah, looking around, I suppose the house is a big thing at the moment. Yeah, um, it's beautiful. Yeah, you're trying to uh, finish that off and, you know, we're onto the, the landscape. The, the good stuff, stuff, the fun so, stuff. Yeah, 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 been down to Paul Mum's and got yep. myself a quote and we'll get some lawn and, uh, yeah, just sort of all that sort of stuff. Um, 
and yeah, obviously you like getting away with, with the kids and you know, camping and yep. not much for camper from days gone by, but I'm, I'm giving it's, it a crack. It's very, very rewarding. The old um, yeah, it's just enjoying the outside life and I, yeah, recently just done my grass and you're gonna you're gonna enjoy it. What did you decide to go with in the end, grass wise? Uh, this tiff tough is uh, you did go what to I've been highly yeah. recommended. It's so, the rage I've yeah, heard. Yeah. yeah, I went in the Santa Ana. I'm, I'm happy with my decision. Um, but I'm not happy with the weather at the moment. It's pissing me off. Like, I just want to get out there and get it all cherry ripe, but it just keeps raining. So that's my goal, Butchie, this sort of summer to get it. A bit of lawn porn? Yeah, a bit of lawn porn. So you got your, your wife, Sarah, and you've got two little girls, Mackenzie and Willow. How old are Mackenzie and Willow now? So Mackenzie's, so she's be four and a half. She's five in January. And yep. yeah, Willow will be two in January. So um, yep. something obviously happens. Must be a milestone around nine months before January, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're 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 doing great. So yeah, Mackenzie at kindy now, and, and Willow at, at care. I love so, that. And the big primary school next year. Yes, so. Pringa. Pringa, that's right. Cool, mate. Yep. Hopefully, Willow and um, Charlotte can link up. They might be mates, same age, so month yep. apart, which is kind, of, which is wicked. Um, cool, mate. Anything else you want to touch on before we get into the uh, the mighty footy days? No, mate, far away. Let's, right. uh, let's get into it. Here we go, mate. So we're just going to touch on, obviously, your footy stuff, mate, and we're going to go from right from the start, mate. What sort of got you into footy? Uh, I suppose just, yeah, and growing up in, in the backyard, the old, the old man, and, and, and I suppose the, um, the old girl as well, big, big into footy. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I still remember, you know, SANFL was massive sort of back in those days, and uh, I suppose the Crows weren't in yet, so yep. um, that was the main main footy in, in South Australia so yep. um, just back then as well I suppose we, we all lived in you know sort of houses with, with decent backyards so you yep. could actually kick the footy and yep. um, yeah still remember the old man on the, on the back lawn there you know teaching me how to do blind turns and yep. kicking on left and right foot did, uh, did it to the day so, retired yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah very slow towards the end but uh, yeah it's sort of a vivid memory of that sort of yeah yeah, yeah starting there yeah cool uh, so um kicking off your footy career so where, where did you sort of start primary school days or do you, were you yeah, bit, yeah yeah primary school so flags are field primary yeah uh you couldn't play footy until year three back yep. in those days so i had to had to wait a few years so there wasn't a lot of uh, sort of oz kick or yep. subbies and that that sort of stuff that just didn't exist and um so yeah flaggy primary and uh you know moved into you know, made that progression then into the flags of football so, football you, club, so you're telling me adam kearney would have been threading the needle to you at full forward is this what was happening in primary school footy well in primary school it's actually a funny story <laughs> i um i was captain of one of the sapsaza teams and actually um and, and adam was a year below me yeah uh, so we had a, a couple of uh, spots to fill and we, we took those from the year sixes and yeah. actually didn't pick adam <laughs> so i picked um picked adam vono who, who would have been i remember a, that name he would have been a very very good f- footballer but yeah. um Unfortunately, uh, injuries got him. I think he played about... Yeah, I remember the name. Played uh, Woodville West Torrens under 18. So I think he played six or seven games. He came runner-up in their best and fairest, but um, you know, broke his vertebrae on no, a, in a motorbike that. crash and ankle reconstructions and everything. But he, he was a jet. Yeah. So he just, could, just couldn't get his body right. But uh, couldn't, fame couldn't, to fame, dropped... Yeah, uh, dropped the Brownlow medalist. Yeah. <laughs> Shows not, how good my judgment it, was. It's but, not all, all, all uh, roses out there, mate. So no, I'll make sure he knows about that. He, I'm sure he remembers. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> nah, of course, yeah, obviously he's kicked around at Flaggy. So primary school days, Flaggy primary, and then where to, mate? Yeah, I suppose the natural progression then into into the Flags of Field Football Club. Yeah. Um, so I suppose, yeah, yeah junior footy. Formerly footy, known as? as? As the as The Bush Pigs. The Bush Pigs, is that Yeah, it? it's interesting. We, we, <laughs> other, you know, other teams and other team supporters, you know, give us a bit of flat, call us the Bush Pigs. Embrace and it, I think it's a derogatory term. It's good, isn't it? I love it. I love it. 
I, did you say, like, I'd love you to go back to the name. I reckon it's great. Yeah, it's, no, I've never heard of it. Like, it's not terribly inclusive uh, yeah, anymore you're probably to, the, right. to the juniors yeah. and, the, and, and Flag is really big with their, um, I suppose, with the, with the girls and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the, the reason it changed, I think it was around 97, it was a big sponsor. Oh, really? Um, was it that late? Adrian oh. Brian Ford down the hill oh, yeah. at, um, if you remember that, down at Darlington. I think he said he'd come on as a sponsor, but not if we'll yep. call the Bush Pigs and... Uh, didn't have a lot of cash, and yep. uh, I think that was the, the reason, reason for the why. change. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's a cool backstory, though, isn't it? Like, yeah, there's no other club I've heard no. cool about at all. So. No. Uh, there's a bit of backstory for you I didn't know. Um, so, yeah, you started the Mighty Journey at the Falcons, um, and, sorry, under 14, sort of? Yeah, yeah under, under 14 in, in 1998, so yep. uh, a very long time ago. And um, Yeah, I suppose around that time... Um, you know, I suppose through through primary school footy, I wasn't a wasn't a bad player. I suppose I was very small, but you know, back then everyone was um, you know, very you know, very much the same height, the same weight, yep. apart from maybe a couple of outliers. And yep. um, so was picked in the the under 13s mm-hmm. development squad down there at Westies. And, yeah, Westies uh, boy. That's where I first played with your brother, mate. Oh, with, really, with Ben? So yeah, cool. Um, and that side was was pretty stacked. I think. Yeah. I think your brother, Adam Coon. Yeah. Um, Bow and all that. Bow Waters, well. yeah. uh, Henry Slattery, uh, Johnny Eggs. Yeah, yeah. Mitch. Yeah, although you you below, year below, but yep. um, yeah, and then I, I still remember there's, there's a guy called Phil Maddox as well that remember um, the name. He played footy at, at Marion, and I went to high school with him actually. Yeah, you know him and I sort of, you know, we, we dominated around that you know, and that yep. under thirteens development yep. squad and playing forward, mid forward. Yeah, uh, and then unfortunately for me, uh, I didn't didn't grow as much uh, yep. at all. You know, uh, you go into the next year under fourteens uh, at that level and. And everyone started getting the, the moustaches and the, the hairs under the arms and on the agates and whatnot. And I, uh, I was a little bit slow, so everyone sort of overtook me. You got it, mate. You were about 25. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm still still searching for those first few hairs. But um, uh, I just, yeah, I, I just ended up then not getting much of an opportunity yep. uh, at that level after that. And I decided to um, to pack it in and then went back to, to Flaggy full time. Home race, and, yep. And, um, so you, yeah, obviously stuck it through. Like early days, Flaggy's. Oh, I suppose 98, a bit, was there a bit of success, 14, 16? Because was that when they were in the other comp and then they moved over to the other? No, it was actually a little bit a little bit later than that. So, was it? Um, our seniors were very good in 97. Um, they actually finished top of the ladder in the SFL and, and got knocked out in straight sets. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, lost a few players to uh, to Langhorn Creek, actually, and we went from top to basically bottom in yep. a year. So I think we, we hung around Div 1 for maybe another couple of years and, and 2000 was the first... Um, Wait, flag separate. first junior flag yeah uh, i'm pretty sure oh, yeah. and uh that was yeah year 2000 you're in, in that flag in, in the div 2 comp i was yeah. a year older so oh. unfortunately i missed all missed the yep. all the junior success at flag yeah yep. i think I, I played in one final and that was um <laughs> and that was because in the under 18s competition it was, it was a top eight back then yeah and there's only 15 eight, teams, eight teams yeah. oh so, yeah yeah uh, it was before the before the merger so yep. uh it was only eight teams in a uh, in a top eight competition so yeah, I, played, right. I won my one junior Yep. Final by default. Yeah, so. oh, still got it. <laughs> nah, that's cool. Well, keep going, mate. You you had a bit of success later, but we'll talk about yeah. that. So, um, so not too much success, juniors, but obviously stuck all your way through at Flaggies and started playing some agro footy. How old were you when you started sort of playing agro footy? Well, I was a little bit late, sort of late bloomer, I guess. So I um, I had a growth spurt after under sixteens finish. Yeah, what age? So, you'd be six foot. Yeah, just yep. just a tick over six yep. foot. So I, I grew about six seven inches in an off season. So oh, I went from being the, the little kid that you, you hit in the forward pocket to, yep. to being, being sent half back in, in an off season. Yeah, right. So 
Yeah, I mean, to, to summarise, it's probably an okay, sort of an average junior, but um, my last two years were, were probably quite good. And um, that's, you know, I think the natural progression, everyone thought that, you know, I'd just roll into to A grade footy, but my mm. first year of seniors actually played Bubes. B grade the whole yep. year. And, Found and your made, feet. Yeah, made my... Yeah, I played my first Sago game in round 18 of that year. So, oh, cool. Uh, so you did the hard yards and then sort of yeah, found so your niche. And... Yeah, 2004 that would have been. So yeah, right. Did 19. You... Yeah. yeah, right. Were you, uh, so when you played your first Sago game, was it down back? Or was that, were you playing forward? I played full back. Yeah. You played full back. A guy called Jason Wouldn't believe Schultz. it now, would you? <laughs> no. Would not no, a guy played Jason Schultz. He kicked 150 that year, I think. Yeah, right. Who, what did he play for? Uh, Rodella. Yeah, I, remember, so, I remember that name. Yeah. So Can I started it? forward. And within about five minutes, they'd kicked about seven goals. Yeah. And so I got sent down back. So, really? Uh, have kick-out duties and all. Yeah, I'm talking old Ronella days, but can you remember Milo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just yeah, yeah. Yeah, signed yeah, exactly. yeah, coach. coach. I saw the name come up. I remember him being a bit of a jet mm. back in the day. Um, cool. So, yep, yeah, I grade about 19 and then sort of um, had, oh, what, what were you, about 10 years until you went to Wollonga? No, so so five, five, we'll go. We'll go through the flaggy days. I'm just trying to wait. Yeah, so another five at flag. So six years of seniors all up. Yeah, flaggies. Uh, then went to Onkaparinga Valley in the Hills League. Ah, uh, did your research. I was trying to work out when that was. Yep. Yeah, so yep. that was um, 2010. Yeah, first year there. So 10, 11, 12. Yep. And then went to Wollonga for 13, 14, 15. Yep. Cool. And then, and then back home to, to flaggy after that. So those initial sort of. Five or six years, flaggy seniors. Any any finals time there, or it was sort of. I think we played two or three finals, but got belted in first finals, sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah. There's just because um, we'd come from the Div Two setup, I guess. Yeah. So there's such a big gulf between first, uh, yeah, the, the old or the traditional Div One clubs and the, yep. and the and the old Div Two um, that it was such a lopsided competition. So you depended on who you played twice. If you played Aldinga Hackham. You get in. You get those extra wins. You would usually yep. finish about eight. Bit of a like, bit of a soft draw. Yeah. Then yeah. the next year you'd win, and then yeah. you go back. Yeah, I know. You finish eighth. You play the fifth best team. You get belted. Next yep. year you get the hard draw. Yeah. You finish second or third bottom. Yeah. And it was just a, a cycle. A so cycle. Yeah. Yourself, so. I know what you're saying. Yeah. So yeah, obviously early days, not too much success. Couple finals, whatever. Then you decide to move to Onca Valley. Um, how was it out there? Did you enjoy it? Different type of footy. Compared to the SFL sort of thing, like was it a different feel out there? Or yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I absolutely loved my time out there, and it's sort of that that true that true country footy. Yeah. Um, where uh, it can be fickle at times. Like you have a win, and there's 200 people in the change rooms, and you have a loss, and you know, the you worst thing one ever. of those tumbleweeds yeah, goes through yeah. the club rooms. But yeah. No, I, I loved it out Enjoyed there. Your time. Um, it was different footy. I suppose the um, I suppose it's, it's different and the same, if that sort of makes sense. So when it's dry, bigger ovals. More open footy, but then when it rained, which it rained, you couldn't move, could you? you? Couldn't move. Were they absolute mud pits? Yeah, mud pits. And, yeah, yeah. And that wouldn't suit your time for footy, no, either, no. would it? Like you're, <laughs> no. oh, you're a bit of a cleaner sort of footballer. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oncurve Valley, you didn't go down there with Brody, did you, Slattery? No, he was after. Just after. He was after me. Was yeah. Mick Leonard there? Or was he after? So too? He was after as well. Just after. So, yeah. Couple, yeah, yeah. A couple of heads that I knew that went down there. Cool. So a couple of years there. Any success there? Finals or anything like that? Oh, well, very. Very unlucky. Yeah. Um, in our sec- in my second year there, uh, we had a run where we actually didn't have a coach until bang on just before the season because yeah. uh, the previous year's coach uh, had, had finished up. So player coach in the uh, end or was it? No, no. So it was um, Steve Wallace from Happy Valley. If you oh yeah, remember, I actually Steve and to be honest, he's probably my favourite coach. I yeah, know, he's pers- a- personally, a- I I love him. Yeah. I had a lot of time for Steve. Mm. He's really good. So he took us on, and you know we had a very slow start to the season because obviously you hadn't 
hadn't been out, had time to implement his game plan and, yeah. and whatnot. And then sort of would have been halfway through the season, we went on some unreal run where we won 11, 12 really? games in a row. And, Shit. Um, made it all, to the, all the way to the prelim and, and oh, yeah. super unlucky. We lost you just wish the, you had that pre-season with him. Yeah, sort of yeah. Thing and won, you kind of won it, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, we had a guy sent off for the red card in the first couple of minutes and playing a very good Eurasian <sighs> team. And we, we just went down by... Goal or two, yeah, right. So, so yeah. just completely turned it. Mm. Yeah, as I said, Steve Walsh, I had him as an under 18 coach at Valleys, and I can't speak highly enough of him. Um, to, not that I had a long career or anything, but just like the things he tried to put across you and stuff, you, I, I received it really well. So, nothing but good words about him. So, you had him for the rest of the season, then you went to Wollonga from there. Like, you so finished that played, year? played another one, so yep. the, yeah, three years at Onkers and then went to yep. Wollonga after Mighty that. Demons. So. Yep, yep. So you enjoyed your time in the hills. Um, how was it like? Uh, were you kicking as many goals as you'd like out there, or you sort of preferred the SFL days? Well, so, um, I got the uh, I got the yips badly. The Josh Kennedy uh, yips, yeah, yeah the bad, badly in the hills. Really? Um, I remember my first in, in the first preseason. Um, I've come in as this full forward recruit, yeah. And um, Dave Evans was the coach at the time, and. He's, he's lined everyone up. Everyone gets to you know, line up and you can finish training when you kick a goal. And I was the last bike there and they actually had to call. The full four the, recruit. They had to call it off because I could not kick a goal. And oh, I, bullshit. And I was a... a proper yips. Proper, proper yips. And How many goals did you have over Oh, I would have had to have been five, six. Really? Seven. You would have been flat, dude. And, um, yeah, so the team manager reckons I kicked 60 goals, 70 that year. And that doesn't include the, the tumble pumps that fell short. Yeah, or the other right. So I got a lot of it. Um, I was second in the league, I suppose, in the league goal kicking, but um, just could not. I don't yeah, know right. if it was the, the grounds. Nah, I'd blame the grounds. Yeah, I'd blame the, the divots grounds. in the, the yeah. mud. And, yeah, <laughs> on, different, on weird angles. Yeah. And, have, you seen, have you seen Mount Lofty Oval? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I just... Um, 130 shots in a year. Mm. That's uh, shy Bolton-like. Yeah. And the, but the worst, the worst thing was that um, you've come in as a recruit and then you had all these guys trying to teach you how to kick again. Yeah. So you've got three or four blokes in your ear and then you're trying to implement bits from everything yeah. and it just made it worse. You've definitely pulled your weight though, 60 goals still, but it could have been 100 goals, 40, something like that. It probably frustrates you, doesn't it? Like you've had 130 shots or whatever. Mm. Yeah. But to get the, yeah, what, what, what's that? 130 shots in a year for 18 games. That's, yeah, it was a good, that's, good, so, good yeah, year. that's yeah. bloody solid. I think I kicked a two goal seven yeah. against, um, Birdwood, when they're in the comp, and I think I had one goal nine in the wet at, uh, against uh, Lobie. Beautiful. So <laughs> when you add that up, it's, uh, yeah. you can understand the 60 goal seven. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so moving on from Onka Valley down to the Mighty Wollonga Demons. So you had, you were saying about two and a half years there, three years? Yeah, 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 that's right, yeah. And what, how was the experience there, mate? Yeah, loved it. Loved it. But once again, it was just, um, just uh, I suppose Wollonga had all that success, so... You go out to training, and it was just a, Good a level above that I was used to. And yep. uh, yeah, and the guys there were, were, were brilliant. Yep. So, uh, you know, such a traditional, you know, one of the oldest clubs in, in the state. Yeah. Uh, just had a bit of an aura around it. So, yeah, loved it. Yep. Loved it there. Who sort of got you down there? Was there someone chasing you down um, there, a mate or a... Well, it was actually sort of come about that, um, I'm not sure, but McLaren were actually going pretty hard for, for me. Um, yep. I actually met with them. And I don't don't know if the, the word got out or whatnot, but then um, down the road, I was interested in, in sort of taking like leaving yep. Onca, Onca Valley. It's just that the travel was getting too much up there. And yep. next thing, I got a yeah, phone call from from Barry Pilmore and said, "Let's go for a coffee down at uh, 
in a cafe and colonnades and yeah, uh, yeah and um, you know the, I suppose we talk about sort of offers and, and that sort of stuff significantly less than what yep. McLaren was sort of looking at but I just wanted to start success. success just wanted to play yep. on a winning team and yep. and that was a sort of the that reason was the goal so, yep. and yeah if, when, when Barry Pilmore calls you it's, it's hard to say no to that exactly so. she's definitely well respected around the um, around the uh, traps um so two, two, two or three years there, and you got Pilmore for just the one season as a coach. So I had him for two, so two, thirteen yep. and fourteen. Yep. Um, and then where were you around the mark? So we we lost the two thousand and thirteen grand final yep. to, to Encounter Bay and uh, knocked out an elimination final. In, yep. In fourteen. Yep. yep. And then fifteen, halfway through, you come back to the Mighty Falcons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So a bit of a story behind that, and yep. we might touch on it. A little bit later, but yep. it's, um, yeah. Um, yep. So, we, all righto. So there's, there hasn't been a lot of, lot of no premierships yet. No, no. No, no premierships no, yet. No. So you finish off the year at the Falcons in 15. How did, the, how did that year end up prevailing? Did finals that year? Or was yeah, that... so we actually finished equal top yep. in Yeah. I think 17 and 1, I yep. think we went. And so did they. I think the only the losses were against each other. Um, and then we um, got... We got through a final. I think we played Edwardstown, but we were injury. We Riddles, just popped yep. about four or five. I think three of we had Ruckman go down, the backup Ruckman go down, and then yep. the, the bloke we had to throw in there. I think he went down as well. So we got um, pretty smashed by injuries yep. that game. And our B group were very strong that year as well. But then yep. you know we got through, and we played we played Ranella, um in that in that next final, and um, you know that they, they touched us up. But the worst thing is because we had so many injuries, we had to pull so many guys from the B grade that they ended up. Losing, losing as well, as well oh, so yeah. So, um, yeah, that's yeah. the. Oh no, that's the thing with depth. Though, obviously, you want your A's and B's to win, but you get depth and you're plucking it from there, and then you're plucking it from the C grade, aren't you? So you yeah. got to. Yeah. Nah, that's cool. So you made the granny unfortunate loss, but then we go to sixteen. Um, same coach, Stuart. Uh, yeah, Rod Mitchell. Rod Mitchell. Yeah. Rod Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> I be, Rod be happy with that, yeah, yeah. Rod Mitchell, um, <laughs> who's doing good things down out uh, my ponga. Um, so you had him for probably the first three, three that's right so yeah the, the three, three and a half yeah yep. three and a half years and um, he well structured what's, brilliant what's the go with absolutely him? Yep. brilliant yeah yep. so uh, just the amount of time he takes to prepare um, mm-hmm. for a game there's nothing like it so I've sort of come back from, from Onkers and, and Wollonga and um, had a few training sessions and it was all video reviews it's, oh yeah um, he had some software that cut up you know, games that he videoed, so you got sent on a Monday yeah, yeah. all your vision that you're Probably involved in. completely different to yeah. what you're used to, right? Yeah, Open yeah. your eyes to some things and mm. going, oh, shit. Guys I mean. wearing GPS units. and Yeah, right. So, yeah, Rod was smart enough not to not to put one on me yeah to probably run backwards if i had yeah, it on yeah. but, minus three um, k yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so yeah had rod for three and a half years so let's go start with some sort of uh success butchy um 16 how'd that prevail yeah yeah first flag first flag so how much did you get up by that day can you remember like we're going through a bit of success here can you remember how much you won that one for? who was that against i was against small bar yep um in a yeah a low scoring wet game at Yep. South Adelaide, yep. um, which I think almost better because when it's so tight in a game, yeah. That's so it was a close one. Siren goes. I think it was about nine points in the end. Yep, yep. Yeah. So. How did your year prevail that year yourself? Kicking a few back on the yeah. I think just uh, I mean we had uh, a very good forward line um, as well. You know Sam Smith uh, up top and um, you know, Joshy Vandermeer and uh, a few other guys that um, you know, we, 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 we share the load essentially. Van, so Vandermeer, ninety-seven goals this year, I heard. Yeah, in, in Div Two though. 
Oh, right. right. Still <laughs> handy. He was stiff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yep. hates when I bring that up. Yeah, so, right. <laughs> um, I've had... I've, he got me, sort of me some apparel out a few years ago. Um, He's a good fella. Yeah, yeah very good. Yeah. a really good bloke. So, good success that year. 17, let's go again. Who'd you beat that year? So, he knocked off Norlunga yep. in 17. Was um, that an upset or was that... No, that's, that's, that's to come. So, yep. um, but I think, we, I think we kicked a five or six goal first quarter. Just and, got off. And that was got off an absolute flyer. And, yep. Um, yeah, so I think you know, the South LA ground, you know, actually you know, listening to... To uh, your podcast with Mitchie, you know, he yep. sort of made mention of it that you know no longer you know really suited us and, and it did you know, yep. big open ground, beautiful and structured and yeah, just sort of that's where we like to play our footy. Eighteen, eighteen was Brunella. Yep, um, and we're probably a little bit fortunate then because no longer were a very good side and. Um, that. Ronella played their their grand final the week before when they, they massively upset because they had straight yeah. sets, though. Or something yeah, yeah. Like so they massively upset no longer. So we. We um, played Renella in that, that grand final. With, yep. And Mitchie was playing in it. Yep. But uh, I think we set an SFL record in really? that game. So. Yeah, because he yeah. said, I remember him saying they played their, played their grand, yeah, sort of grand final the week before. For them to get there was pretty... Because they finished fourth or fifth or something, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, and no longer, and us and no longer were, were probably clearly the best yeah. two teams. And, yeah. Uh, and 2000, yeah, yeah it's just... Um, yeah, I think it was an eight. I think we walked in a quarter time, nine or ten goals up. Oh, Jesus. Um, so I think I got a few late yep. to, to make it. I mean, sort still three figures in the end, but yeah, yeah, half, yeah. half Oh, well, that'd so. be... So yeah. that's, uh, for those listening, that's three in a row. So what are we at? I'm losing count. 19 now? So 19, yeah. 19's a particularly special one for me. That was um, when we knocked off Norlunga. Yeah. Uh, they were undefeated. So this year. is the one where you well, yeah. weren't the big dogs. Yeah, so, yeah. So um, they've, they've smashed every team by yep. 10, 12 goals during the year, including us. Yeah, I remember, um, I remember hearing, like... Oh, there was, oh, yeah, there was newspaper remember. articles that they were the best team outside the SNFL. Like yeah, they, right. were, they were so much better than everyone else. And uh, yeah, in the, in the qualifying, they knocked us off by 12, 13 goals. Oh, belted you. Um, yeah. So we, we went into that one. And it's um, yeah, it's interesting because, you know, you hear coaches, you hear other guys speak and they go, you're always a chance in, in every game you play. And this made you and, believe after this happened. And I suppose of... I'm, I'm more of, a, more of a realist, I suppose. Yeah. I played flagging the first five, six years of my seniors. And we got belted by twenty goals every so you know, every second or third game. Both, so. both ends of it. So. so I know that's not true. Yes, <laughs> correct. So walking in there, and you know, there's guys from work, and uh, your mates are going, to, "You're going to, you're going to win." And you sort of say, "Well, if we play at our absolute best and they play at their worst, we're, we're a chance." Yeah. And um, yeah, I just remember going into the change rooms and we're in the away change rooms at South, and uh, Mick Shearer um, was our captain, but he was out injured, so he'd actually. Um, ruptured his ACL the year before, yeah. uh, just before the finals, but played through it. It was actually bog in, in the 2018, granny. the granny with a ruptured oh, ACL. Um, by the time he sort of got it worked out and looked at and in, in the surgery, you know, he's missed that 12-month yep, window. window. So yep. he's given a speech, an absolute, one of the most brilliant speeches I've ever heard. And, yeah. uh, you know, tearjerker. And then Darren Venzetta, who was our coach at the time, uh, yeah, more of a, a player manager, not very tactical or anything like that, but he gave an absolute brilliant pre-game speech as well so just the group is in just that, in that moment the whole group sort together how and, good um yeah we would have i love it just yeah. sitting here watching you talking about it it's mm. like it's still with you yeah now, yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah so yeah. i mean the team would have ran through walls on that day and yeah i think that the worst thing that happened for for norlunga was because they belted everyone all year they hadn't been under pressure so we've gone out there and our pressure from was the get-go from the get-go from the first second and within five minutes they're cracking at each other and oh, senior really? players are having a crack at other senior yeah, players. Yeah, right. And, and then as as the other team, you build off that. Your yeah. confidence comes off yeah. that. So we were never 
never had it in that game. And um, what, not even close. Not even. I think so, it's four or five goals in the end. Yeah, that's huge. I love that. So that's number four. It was four. about a 16, 17 goal turnaround from two weeks yeah, before. Yeah, that's crazy. And the pressure's on when you go th- go into a grand final. Yes. Um, but you see it a lot. For sure. Um, and uh, I suppose, like, no longer, not in the back of their heads would have been going, they've won three in a row as well. Like, there, there's a bit of pressure there for them, you know, going undefeated all year. Yeah, we got the stories that they, because their B grade, I think, were undefeated as well. So they... Uh, they went in the logic that they printed out premiership t-shirts and hats with A's and B's. That, it, did that happen? On That's, that's what it, they printed out. They were ready to go. Um, their B's only just got over the line. Yeah. I think by less than a goal. Yeah. And then obviously their A grade so what lost. Do, we knocked them off. So they, what do you, what their do? B grade couldn't wear their t-shirts because oh, wow. they had the A grade printed that on them. So that's, that's only a rumour. That's, that's a rumour. The rumour. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll roll it. Yeah. Um, so that's 19. That's four. That's, that's the big one. 20. Who'd you have that day? No longer again. again, I think. Yep. Yep, no longer again. Yeah, in a COVID year. Yep. So, uh, um, yeah, been interrupted so, in that, but... Uh, so we go through new coach, yep. uh, Russell Van Vliet, joins us uh, in a, yeah, pretty uh, interesting way. Like we had, Darren was going to coach again, but he, he pulled out, um, you know, pre-season started essentially, ended up pulling out as a coach. And we'd actually hired Russell as the b grade coach. Yeah. So he's come step as the b grade coach and it was too late. You know, every other coach is taken. So yep. he becomes the a grade coach and we actually go through that year undefeated. Yeah. Um, and Lightning was a coach? He's like a good coach and stuff as well? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So he's just picked up a gig at the, uh, the Resi's coach at Glenelg. So. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> so, he's probably, like, as you said, sort of fallen into the a grade gig and now look where he's Yeah, at. that's right. How cool and then, is that? Yeah, so... COVID is good for some people. Mm. Good, good for me. Short season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Old definitely. Bones, so, yeah. so now that's number five in the bank. Does he go again the next year, that coach? And he does, yeah. 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 And then how did that year prevail? That was against who was that? That was uh, Wolfavale. Yep. So, um, and that was close, not close. So it was... Uh, no, that was they kicked, I think they kicked two snags yeah, right. for the game. So, yep. um, so that is a six-peat by the... Mighty flags uphill Falcons. Butchie, a part of every game. How good is that? Six flags. So you've gone through your first sort of, I don't know, 10 years in your senior career without much success and then just caught bang, 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 bang. Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool, so, eh? Yeah. Held on for the uh, the right time. So yeah. um, there's a little bit of a joke about it that you know, they couldn't win one until I come back. So yeah, oh, yeah. yeah well, might, have, might have been the difference. Yeah, mate. They might have to come back <laughs> we'll out of retirement. We'll run with that anyway. Back out of retirement again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've gone six in a row and then this year... Um, you probably got everything out of your body yourself and then your team. You've gone six in a row. You've made a prelim. I don't know, you finished third or fourth, didn't you? Yeah, so we finished second at the end of the, oh, the minor and went out in straight sets. Yep. So I guess that's fourth, isn't it? So, yeah. Um, it's, it's hard. It's exactly, hard to it keep, sucks. It's hard to keep going. And what eventually happens is you become a, a victim of your own yep. success in a way because you've got, when your A's and B's are so strong. and Every team's after you. Yeah, well, that, that's Every right. Team's but, after you. but also you've got guys that are, playing B grade that should be playing or they could be playing A grade anywhere else yep. so then so they, they get move over on, they'll move on they yeah. move on so you lose that depth and then you get um, guys that you know playing two premierships and your country clubs coming off yeah, some yeah, big goals and they go well I've, I've won a couple yep. um, I can think of names right now stick it in the yeah. back and I'll go get make some cash now yeah, and, exactly. and after the third one that was probably the biggest exodus that we had yep. so um, it's crazy that you've held on for six I've like oh, yeah, had yeah. ins and outs through those years I've got a mate from work, Mitch Fazekas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. His story is pretty cool. Yeah. Like, um, he's later in the traps, so I'm going to get him on here. But mm. 
five year five prems for he played in five of them 50 games or something he's played yeah because like, of yeah. mining life sort of ridiculous thing. can play it oh freak yeah, yeah. yeah. he says so, a bit of a back and ruckman sort of thing or like just could play anywhere yeah absolutely anyway, he's so, he's just, in just naturally fit like i don't imagine like i know <laughs> fuzz but i don't think he's running while he's up at the uh the no lines. 100% so, but he'll come back and he'll just He'll rock the whole game. Yeah, and, and it won't phase him. And dominate it. And, and won't fazake him. Yeah. <laughs> but we could put him, if it was a big job, say, um, you know, Nick Mott from Norlanga, big big yeah. centre forward, yeah. fuzz on him, and Nick doesn't get a touch. Yeah, right. Just so, a lockdown. He'll do whatever he needs to get the job done. Cody yeah, right. Ellison, when we played Brunella in that grand final, yeah. on the wing, I'll, stick fuzz on him, didn't get a kick. So I think just, in, yeah. the flaggers need to get back into him to come out. Yeah, well, he was very close this year, apparently. Every time I walk past him at the bollards at work, I'm like, you playing this year or what? And he's like, oh, oh, he's always arming an arm. He likes training as much as I do. Oh, really? Training, just have a, put a beer in his hand, he'll be right. Um, Butchie, so, obviously, you go out in a prelim this year. Um, I had a quick look, mate. You kicked four in your last game. I did, yeah. Yeah, not a bad way to go. And the team only kicked eight goals or something, so, had a little bit of a fight back there. I think you were down by five or six goals or something in your Fought back in the last or something like that. Yeah, just started kick, slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you never know. So it's not a um, bad way to go out though, kicking a few. But did you know then and there that that was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I knew. How did you? On. How did it go wrapping up? Were you a bit emotional, sort of that sort of spec? Like were you? Yeah, yeah, a yeah. Flat? A few, few tears out in the oval. Yeah, yeah I think um, just when you. Like 20, you just, you just tw- 20 plus years of well, yeah, 25 years of footy and what, 30 um, including I'm, bloody juniors, isn't it? Really, yeah, nearly. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, it just sort of hit me as, yeah. as the final siren went, and yeah. um, you know, then you know, a little girl Mackenzie comes out. Oh, how good's that? And she, you know, she comes out and gives me a big hug, and um, you know, I sort of try and explain to her that you know, Dad won't be playing footy anymore. Yeah, yeah. And, but how does how does that when they you know they're going to look back at that and you get yeah. pictures of all that stuff and you got to see Dad play footy pretty well. Mm. Awesome man, so good. Um, anything else you want to touch on footy career? No, I think the one thing that um, that probably comes up a little bit. Is um, I think the Southern Footy League gets a bit of a bad bad yep. rap. Yep. Um, you know, we won six flags in a row, and then everyone's like, "Oh, that that league must be no good if a team can win no, six flags in a row." But care what you say. It's, it's just not no. not true. And the way I sort of justified it is, you know, 2016, we weren't the best team. Yep. In the comp, yep. we we had to beat the reigning premier Ranella yep. away yep. in the last game of the year just to finish top four. Yep. So and it's um, it's a funny story actually because uh, our number one ruckman there, Mitch Edwards, is his name, and you know we're warming up. And for those that know Ranella Oval, yep. the warm up is a little sort of playground between um, yeah, the yeah. Oval and Paddington Road. Yep. Um, with a lot of pine trees out the back there. Yeah, yeah. And we're walking back to the room, so five minutes before the game starts, yep. the game starts, and our ruckman rolls his ankle on a pine cone. So we're going into this must-win game with, without a ruckman, and um, so the B grades. Yeah, a couple of minutes to go, so someone's in there's played a whole off, game, yeah. and there's a guy on the on the on the side. He's I think he's been dropped from the from the bees. His name's yeah. Matt Size. I don't know if you know Size. Size, yeah. Played Cove for like a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so big fella, and he's got a beer in his hand. He's just about to crack it, and Rod Mitchell goes, "Size, have you got your gear here?" And I can't remember if he had it in his car because he probably would have been an emergency for the bees. But if he didn't, he lived around the corner, and I think he sent sent the wife home to get it. But he come in and. Played an absolute blinder. How cool was that? Uh, our ruck setup was a guy that was dropped from the the twos, yeah. and Sully Abbott, who was yeah, thirty seven years old, I think yeah. at the time, and he'd started the year in the threes. So yeah, right. Uh, and we managed to, to hold him off, and um, and then 
we had a you know we played Morpa Vale in the, the first final. Yeah. Um, Dennis Hilderson takes the mark. So we're kicking with the wind in the third quarter. Yeah. And the, the scores are basically level. And uh, LJ takes the mark on the line and uh, between the goals and the point posts. Yeah. And Brad Kirk's manning the mark. And LJ, I don't know whether he's just nervous or whatever. But he got too close to the man of the mark. And, and Kirk has actually touched it. Uh, it's just touched his finger. It's gone straight through. Yeah. But touched, touched obviously. Yeah. So it's a point. So scores are basically level. And Morpavala coming home yeah. with, the, with the breeze. And all their supporters are running on the field. And you know, oh, flag as you really? choke again. You guys are no good. And we actually held them off. Because of that touch. Yeah, and held them off into the wind and obviously went to the grand final and, and everything happened from there. So 16, we weren't the best team. No. We'd been pumped uh, during that year. 10 goals to Morphville and yeah. the very next week, Brighton actually did us by 10. So oh, yeah. um, to turn that around and then I suppose 19 uh, was another one where you, you yeah, yeah, against the, you know, the best tough. team outside. Yeah, the exactly. So we, nah. weren't, we weren't the, the dominant team for the whole six. We yeah. just knew we played South Adelaide very well and, yep. and you went to, to bring the best footy. I love that story with Sizey, man. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Did, 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 did he get back in for the twos for the finals or anything? I think like he did, that? actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, cool. So. I was going to say, because, yeah, I remember him moving to Cove for a couple of years, so he come back. Yeah, so yeah. he yeah, come back. Yeah. yeah, I remember him being a massive Matt size. It's in the name, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is a wicked story. Now I love that because, yeah, you're right. The SFL days, like you're, you're saying, it was one of the, it's not one of the weaker comps because you got... You just play against a great Southern every year, and I know the SFL have won it one or once or twice in the last five years or something like that. Yeah. So you know, you know what the great Southern's like as well. It's a yeah, strong right. as well. So yeah. it's proof in the pudding there, mate. Um, we're going to touch on some uh, your beloved AFL team you go for, mate. Who do you go for? Uh, I'm a Port Adelaide. Goes for the fan, pair, mate. the yeah. pair. Yeah. So uh, and sample. Uh, so uh, Woodville West Torrens. So reasons behind both these clubs. So, I suppose uh, my old man was a West Torrens supporter, mm-hmm. uh, and um, my mum was actually mad Port Adelaide Magpies supporter. Yep. I've got an older brother, so he uh, he went for, for Magpies with, with mum, and I suppose dad was like, well, I'm not letting a, another You're one slip, him. so I was uh, straight into all the, the West Torrens gear, and, yep. and, um, and then obviously that, that went into Woodville West Torrens when they merged in, yep. in 91. So. Do you still like... Get, get behind them a bit now? Like, you still sort of watch them and... Yeah, I, I suppose with my own footy, it's, um, bit, it yeah. sounds a bit bandwagonish, but sort of when the, the finals come along, yeah, yeah, get yeah. down there. I get yeah. still get down there with the old man, so yeah. so I saw their last flag yeah. not, not this year, but the year before. Yeah, well, they've had so. a bit of recent success, haven't they? They've been going all right. And then, obviously, AFL, just um, Wyport, not the Crows, because you were sort of saying before, the Crows were sort of around before. So yeah, yeah, so I was like... I, Start as a pro supporter. Yeah. Oh, you did that. Uh, I did. Yeah. I did, yeah. and it's um, yeah, it's an interesting story because it was um, it was 1997, so Port have come in. And it was actually just before the first showdown, and they were just copping that much heat, and you know the, the crow supporter. We're going to flog them. What? Oh, you were at 10, the game? 10, 10, no, it wasn't at the game. Oh, yeah. So you just actually um, remember it. I actually, remember. I think it was down in Victor Harbour or something like that at a, yeah. at a friend's shack or whatnot. But um, so everyone was hanging shit on Port, and they're not going to get close. And uh, I think it was actually that the morning of. I've gone well. I like the underdog story. Um, I'm jumping on, yeah, jumping right. on Port, yeah. and uh, obviously they, they they win the first show. Yeah. And, uh, pretty good year for a first year in the competition. Yeah, yeah. We end up missing out in the finals, Just, and, yeah. and the Crows go on and win flags in, oh, in 97, yeah, 98. Right. So, yeah. so I picked the perfect time to jump yeah, off. That's but, right. Uh, that's right. Yeah. But I like that story. You're right. I love the underdog status. Um, and you got hate for the Crows now? No, 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 hate. no not, Just, not particularly. No. Uh, so even in 97, 98, I was. Uh, very probably South Australian orientation. Yeah, still, still, still happy. Uh, yeah. Not not as fond as them these days. No, I think, yeah, I think they're um, 20, 25 years but, uh, of 
smug and entitled. That's the, that's the one, isn't it? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, this is what it's about, mate. Exactly. Um, so we're going to go to... So who did you sort of look up to growing up for your, like, a, any reason for footy or any anything in life who you looked up to? Most, yeah. most people say your dad, but it doesn't have to be. No, well, I was actually, yeah, it was very, very similar. And, um, yeah, my mum and dad uh, yep. growing up. And uh, for the reasons that, um, you know, my mum and dad, well, they both didn't didn't finish high school. And I guess that's, um, that's not uncommon nah. for those days. Uh, but so dad started at Mitsubishi as 17 as a tool maker, so as a tradie. And, um they obviously saw something in him and, and saw some potential in him. So um, they've actually gone, you know, we'll, we'll put you put you back through school. So, um, you know, well, I, you know, it's he's got a young family at home. He's gone to night school to finish his yep. high school certificate. Yep. Uh, then he's gone on to uni and then at the end of it, all cool. doing this by working full time. Oh, yeah. um, you know, then you know, finishes up with a, with a degree in mechanical engineering and he's done brilliant stuff from there. Yeah, so yeah. Um, the reason why that's, you know, is I looked up to him so much is just, you just don't, don't settle. Like, nah. always, always try and better yourself. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, my mum's exactly the same. Like, she had a pretty rough childhood and, you know, grew up in, you know, housing trusts in Seton and, and yeah. whatnot and she always wanted to, to better herself as well, you know, working part-time jobs from, from a very young age. Yeah. Um, she obviously left school as well and, and went into sort of nursing homes and, and that sort of stuff and then, I think she was the same. I think she she thought she wanted better, and so she goes to you know TAFE and um, goes and, and yep. studies nursing and comes out as a yep. an enrolled nurse. And How good's that? Has done great stuff there. So I think just their willingness to always uh, want to better get better. Yeah, um, yep. probably same. puts what you, all your kids in good stead now, isn't it? Like yeah, that's you know, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what they say with you. Look, who you're looking up to is what you sort of get out of yourself as well. They like put good practices in for your kids and that, and you sort of thrive. So that's wicked, man. Um, we're going to go to. I'm going to. I like this question. Who do you model your game on? Um, well, probably no one in, yeah. in, a, in a way. Like I had sort of my, my heroes uh, growing up that I, that I played with. But I suppose yeah. as I sort of touched on before, I was quite small, so I started as a as a mid forward, yeah. uh, and then had that growth spurt and played a little bit down back. And then yeah. it wasn't until my my second year of senior footy that I actually started playing forward. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, I mean, going through primary school, I love Paul Kelly. Oh, yeah, from Sydney, you know, hard as hard 14, as uh, yep. hard as a cat's head, and yep. that's certainly not me. Yeah, like, just different. Just someone you yeah. just loved um, watching him play, and yep. you know, Robert Harvey's another one. I remember yep. him single-handedly, you know, scraping the, the, the Saints over over the line in the final here against the Crows, and yeah, um, you know those, those sorts of guys. I mean, Scotty Morfitt from the from the Eagles. Not too many of your, your listeners may may no. remember Scotty yep. Morfitt. They played full forward for Woodville West Torrens. He was my, probably my first yep. hero as a, as a football yep. player. Uh, and then, you know, sort of AFL days, um, you know, Darren Mead for yeah, like half back. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I just really liked guys, how they, yeah. how they, how they went about it. Didn't yeah. have to play in a particular position, but mm-hmm. um, in terms of my game, I you know, just yeah, probably wiry and yeah. was, was quick off the mark and could jump. So, yep. Yeah. Uh, I like that. I love the Darren Mead one. The one out of the woodwork. <laughs> yeah, probably too many people's yeah, favourite player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, a bit of Stephen Paxman, mate. Love him. <laughs> um, so... Obviously, you've just retired, but you're going to be involved in the game still, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yep. Uh, obviously, not as, as much as I have been. Yep. Um, although, you can sort of in the last couple of years, it's been probably a, you know one night a week training and, and, and playing. But um, yeah, maybe it might be a, an assistant coach type role. Yeah, on cool. The track. Coaching, um, I love that. I don't think I could probably Take the coach. reins completely. No, not, not yet, but not. I don't think I could coach in that sort of capacity at, at Flaggy, for instance. Because yeah. Um, 
you know, still all the guys that I play with yeah, are still yeah. playing there. And you got to you, not, not you are seeing seeing different, aren't you? Like you're their mate, but in a different form. If you're going to be coaching them, so I know what you're saying. Yeah, like but it's, it's probably more so in the last few years. You know, my, my training was probably pretty underwhelming, and oh uh, yeah, my yeah, effort at training okay. was, wasn't you know. Yeah, that's what you That's what you preach. Yeah, mate. exactly. You, you try and tell them to do something. Get fucked, butch. You never did that. So um, yeah, that's why I probably I'll find it. I love, that. I love that you're, you're yeah, coaching down the line. I reckon you'd be good at it, mate. Um, yeah, obviously when the kids get older and stuff and they're doing their own thing, it might be a bit easier and just take the reins somewhere, mate. Yeah, I might start the apprenticeship. Probably yeah, that's McKenzie's uh, netball team exactly. or something like that. It's a, so. it's a 10-year it's apprenticeship these days, mate. you got to <laughs> do your time and then, yeah, you'll, you'll thrive. Um, we've ups and downs, mate. What's your biggest up? Oh, you, we can talk flags, I know. Probably we sort of touched on it. Yeah, we sort of touched on it. The biggest up would be yeah, two thousand sixteen. Yeah. Um, that that flag there with, with flaggies because it'd been, yeah, you know, just just everything sort of yeah, no no success before that yeah. at all. Um, you know, thirty one years old would have been um, a good weekend though. So or good yeah, week. Yeah, first the club's first ever Div One. Yeah. A grade flag, Heck first good. flag, the senior flag in thirty six yes. years or something like that. Yeah. So that was huge and. Um, yeah, just from yeah from the start and you know you're working through that and yeah uh, getting to there and, and then yeah um, 19 yep. as we just touched on before with the Nolonga game that'd be the ultimate too yeah. yeah I love that yeah. that's cool um and yeah everyone's got their downs mate what's your down along the way mate yeah I suppose it might even it's probably starts pretty early and it's um yeah one of probably it's not the biggest down it's probably one of them but one of the low points is in my first year actually at Flaggy yeah um I sort of said I was Pretty reasonable uh, football at primary school level, and yeah. you know, playing some good footy out at the under thirteen. Dropping, dropping Adam Cooney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, playing some good footy in the yeah. development squads at West is. I, I couldn't get a game. Yeah. At flag is under fourteen, so I just couldn't. Yeah. Couldn't get a game. Um, just uh, the coach there, and uh, he won't mind. I'm sure he'd probably listen. But uh, uh, Gordon Carey was was the oh, coach yeah. at the time. We actually come full circle, so it ends up in a in a good news story. Yeah, but, yeah, of course. Cool. Um, it's just something he didn't didn't see Same. anything in me. Yep. I don't think and. Um, just yeah, so couldn't get a game, and it wasn't um, football back then. It was club football. If you're not good enough, you don't get a game. It's yeah. not a participation award. It's no, not exactly. A, a roster where you get a game. I just, I just, just couldn't get one. Yep. And you know, I remember Mum saying, "Oh, do you want me to go talk to the coach?" And I was like, "No, please, no, please don't do that." Yep. So for, for any mums and dads listening, don't don't do don't, don't do that. that. Don't be don't that. Let, that let, your, let your son or daughter sort it out. Yeah. For themselves. So um, and then yeah, word must have filtered back to Westies that here's this kid that's playing some good footy out here, but he can't get a game at his home club. And, yeah. and we weren't any good. Yeah. Like, we, we were pretty average at flagging. We weren't making finals or anything yeah. like that. And, um, yeah, filtered back to a few of the guys there. And mum and dad must have been watching me um, train on, on Sunday at yeah. Westies. And, yeah, Brian Munn and uh, I think a oh, few money. others from, uh, yeah, West Adelaide yeah. also had the Happy Valley connection. They actually spoke to mum and dad and said, you know, it's probably in the oh, best interest that, yeah. How close you, were you? You pull Butch out and, and send him over to, to Happy Valley. How so, close were you? Uh, no, no, I, I hit on the head straight away. I just said, no, no, yep. flag is in my club. That's that's where I'm yeah, staying. Yeah, I love so, that. Um, but yeah, I suppose like one of my, my local, because I couldn't get a game. And, um, you know, it's frustrating when you, you play good footy elsewhere. So you're very close and it's... Um, but then, you know, halfway through the season comes along and, and, and Gordo moves on. And we actually... Um, I'm not sure the, the story behind that, whether he moved on or was yep. was moved on. But um, we get a, a new guy that, that comes in. He's actually grand grandparent of one of the players. Yep. Jack Hibbard's his name. And... He would have been in his seventies, I think. Yeah. And then it was just a complete flip. flip. He saw something. I mean, I played every game for the rest of the year. Yep. So, just interesting how that 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 sort of. It's happens. crazy how uh, 
you know, you knocked it on the head straight away, but, you know, you could have quite easily gone, oh, yep, moving. And, that, and Happy Valley were ready were the, 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 the premier junior team. They were winning flags. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm. It's, I love that you knocked it on the head as a, you know, I'm, yeah, I am. Yeah, even as a 12, 12, 13 year old. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. But, um, I am, um, yeah, I'm the rivalry flag is Valleys. It's always been there. I don't know. Is it still yeah. there now? Um, I suppose you've been, well, you've been on top of them for the last seven, eight years, really. And it's funny you, Remember, you me- say that because um, we've got the Baxter Farrow Shield that, that Flaggy and, and Happy Valley play for and um, the first 20 times they played for that Shield, Happy uh, Valley won it. Yeah, I, remember, I reckon I was still around then. So they used yeah. to play it twice a year. Yeah. So without, before the fixtures even out, Flaggy Valley twice a year, yep. home and away, play for the Shield. And they were tinkering with, you know, moving it down to, to one just once a year, yeah, however yeah. the fixture fell. And, and I remember Flags at the time, sort of led by Brett Charles, was like, no, this is a massive rivalry and we need to keep the two games. And, and Happy Valley actually come back and said, well, we don't really see it as a massive rivalry because, oh, yeah. well, we were flogging us by 20 goals, early, yes. so yeah. it wasn't a big one for them. And then, you know, we flipped and I think we've played... What is it now? 12 cents, and we haven't lost in 12 So, it's, so it's, it's a pretty, pretty weird looking cash. shield. It's yeah. Um, yeah, 20, and then you know, hopefully we get to 20 as well. But, um, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah I do remember it because always juniors, there were good battles in like, you know, when I was 2003 ish to 2007, like your juniors would just have the wood over a sort of thing because all school rivalries at the hub and shit mm. we were all mates and that but we played against each other and that and i remember yeah it was you guys won a couple of flags in there and stuff and just rivalry at school was great like it was awesome but then you, the the a's and b's would play and it was just yeah but now it's, it's like, flipped yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's cool um what's your best game played um you know you talk about um Peaking too early. Two actually, hands. actually <laughs> no. There's one that one that uh, that sticks out. Yep. Very vividly, and it's actually um, it's actually primary school. Oh, yeah. or not. And uh, we're playing. Uh, I was playing in the year four fives. So I was the um, in the year, I was a year four. So I was in yep. the younger yep. younger uh, age group and playing Plimpton Primary School. Yeah. Um, and I actually still think about it every time I drive past the school. Uh, the school that backs on the Marion Road. So oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember that, and I was playing half back. Yep. Half back flank. So I've, very lost on the field. So, right. yeah. You should be at the other. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah. But I've kicked, I've kicked five from the, oh, yeah? the back flank. And uh, I still remember. So the final siren, and it was a close game, and the final siren goes, and maybe 20 seconds after it's gone, that um, you know, someone picks me up over their shoulders. And it's, um, and we've actually spoken about him already, Brian Munn. He was, he was our coach at the time. Oh, so, yeah. So Daniel and, and Simon's old yeah. man. And uh, he's picked me up, and he's walked me over, and, and mum was watching me, because dad was coaching my brother's soccer team. Yeah. He'd actually plonked me down right next to her and you know give me a slap on the shoulder and go and said well champions never walk off the field and oh, it's really? something that stuck with their mum still tells the story 30 years on how good is that yeah it's just just brilliant that you know something so little can stick with you for so long that's but, uh, so cool oh yeah. brian Munn, a lot of time for him mm. you know simon and obviously daniel as well and penny like that ultimate family i love that you've got a lot of good things to say about him he's i i forgot their flag they went to flags i feel as, 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 as so flags of field yeah primary school and then yeah. moved on to, to happy valley yeah oh that's right yep cool pre-game rituals no not too many mate i yeah i'm probably quite 
Casual. Aloof in the and casual in the in the mm-hmm. in the rooms. Food. Um, always have a pack of the lollies. There you um, go. That's a ritual. Yeah. So well, whatever's not special. What? Oh, right. I was going to say what's <laughs> your go-to. I haven't got a particular one. Oh, so right. whether it's jubes or uh, you know, the party mix or, yeah. or whatever it is. But no, I'm, um, you know, when all the guys are you know doing warm up runs and you know the one, two, three, four, five. You just sit back. I'm just what sitting the back. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> like, what's the point of a run through in a, in a six meter room? So. Uh, and then when they do the you know the bumps, you know three bumps on each side, I'm just yeah. sitting there. Like, I've always got a footy in my hand. I've always yeah, have yeah. a footy in my hand, but uh, just sort of thinking about what's going to happen. But don't During get the probably yep. trying to conserve energy yep. more than anything. Yep. But, um, yeah. Yeah. And the only other one would be um, I always wear sports socks under the under the footy socks. Yeah. So, yeah. And it always that. be left foot first, then right. I'm the same. Foot, then left boot and then right boot. So I'm exactly um, the same. Yeah. Socks. Yeah. yeah. Socks and shoes. So I started wearing the sports socks underneath because uh, Andrew McLeod used to do it. Right. Had, a little, had little white strip yep. sticking above out, it above his uh, yep. pro socks. So yep. that's, that's where it started, and I still do it to this day. Like socks up. Socks down. Socks down. Yeah. yeah. Socks down. I think there's a couple of games where I pull them up. It's just, I don't know. Just it's so weird. It felt like I had stockings on or something. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> cool. Yeah, there's heaps of rituals there. <laughs> Favorite player you played with? Uh, yeah, I suppose very lucky to to play with some some very good, good yeah. very good players. So I suppose early early flaggy days, uh, a guy called Dave Smith, one of about six A grade, yep. best and fairest, and uh, I was there for probably for, for most of those ones. Uh, you know, Mick Shearer, current day, you know, one of the is best. he still kicking there now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so one of the best to do it at, at country level. Yep. Um, you know, Dave Kersley, Brad Kirk, Sam Sam Tharrelson. Yeah, um, some some brilliant guys there uh, on Capringa Valley. Adam Clun, yep. uh, Andrew Kerwin. So um, Kiwi played in a number of those Nord Nord flags, yep. uh, and then yeah, sort of Wollonga. Uh, your Marcus Burdetts, you know, he's still gliding around a footy field with that beautiful left foot yep. at forty-one years old. Crazy. But um, probably there's a couple that probably stick out, and uh, one would be Chris Shee from yep. from on Capringa Valley. Yeah, uh, just a different different type of person. Yeah. Um, I remember it must have been the first pre-season and the boys reckon he must have got there about half an hour early and he's just sitting in the change and just rate, waiting for a couple of recruits to, to arrive just so he could be the, the one to meet and greet him. And oh, really? And running a couple of warm-up laps with yeah. him and, you know, Uncle was a, a big oval so I was absolutely knackered yeah. by the end of it. But he was just a different beast. Like, I've never seen a bigger case of white line fever. Oh, God. So, yeah. one of the most gentle... I mean, he's six foot five, yeah. 110 so you don't kilos want of, of pure muscle, but... Yeah. Off the ground, just the nicest That's, guy yeah. you'll ever meet. But you get over the ground, and he just wanted to Turns win into a base. so badly. Yeah. But nothing dirty. Oh right, nothing yeah. dirty at all. Like he'd just line up people with massive hip and shoulders. And, yeah, uh, just wanted the will to win and the will to yeah. to um, yeah to get that win that contest. Yeah. It's just something else. And I just remember, you know, he's playing centre forward. That you know, they'd double team him. They'd have two blokes on him. He'd just be shaking them off and you know, yeah. hitting and crunching him. And you know, two blokes hanging off him. He's taking a taking a chest mark yeah. and just just strength and. He oh. liked to kick off both left and right. Yeah, it's definitely right. a much better kick on his on his right yeah. right leg. But, but he um, still had the crack on the other one. Yeah, but he'd he'd take that mark, and I could just see oh, you see his shoulder drop, so you know which way his yeah. leg he's going to kick off, and you know I'd, I'd burst out on a forty five degree yeah. lead that way. And and the other one, um, I, I imagine he's been spoken about a few times, mate, and he'd he'd love it every time his name comes up. But that's uh, MJP Mitch Mitch Portlock. Oh, um, what a man! Just this uncanny ability to read the ball off people's mm-hmm. hands yeah like, it was just something else and um as a forward i sort of always prided myself on my hands like one grab on the lead and you knew you were getting you know, it right was, there when he was kicking at you didn't oh, you? that as well but yeah. um if you fumbled that ball 
you know, usually, because you're on a lead and the momentum of the ball usually drops a little bit before you can take it on the second catch. Not at, not at Wollonga, mate. Like it's, Swoop. As soon as it's cut, it's gone. Yep. And you clap your hands, you're thinking you're, you're marking the ball and it's, it's yeah, just got it and it's running into an open goal. Yeah, good. Um, so that, that ability is something I, yeah, that was uncanny. And, yeah. yeah, listening to his podcast, it's, um, I didn't get the pleasure to meet Adam Carnavali, but he said that on your, on your podcast that, he taught him that. Yeah. So Mitch isn't, wasn't even the master. So there's a ton of above him. Just imagine. Uh, no wonder he's you know, so revered amongst yeah, those yeah. guys. He must have been a, an absolute jet. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Mitch is another one. Obviously, great skills as well. So. Love that. Um, we'll go and just give us one. You know, I'm going to say play played against favorite player played against. Like I want to go opponent. Like your sort of one on one. Who's a full back? You just were like, well, I'm going to have a dirty day here. Or I'm going to. I want to just beat this guy. So um, someone that you go... No, so it's uh, probably the one, I, the, the, a guy I played on the most uh, probably was uh, Jason Peach, so Peachy from, from Norlunga. Yeah. And it was always a weird thing because they always thought that he got the better of end you. of the job, but then we always thought that yeah, I got right. the better end of him. So we, yeah. Yeah, so we always played on each other I yeah. for that reason. Um, but yeah, I suppose a lot of, a lot of guys over, over, over the journey, I think... Um, so big, big muscly blokes, whatever, that didn't, didn't phase me because I knew I could beat them yeah. with pace. Yeah, they might be strong, stronger than you, but you yeah. can run away from them. And yeah, take, yeah. but it's the guys that were sort of um, young and quick yep. that, that, I, that I that would struggle with the most. So, yep. um, yeah, you're letting your secrets out now, mate. I'm now not playing right. anymore. <laughs> now, so, yeah. yeah, so guys like you know, Danny, Danny Irvine, who uh, yeah, yeah. played in Wollonga. At Wollonga. Um, yeah, you played I, a bit with him and then played against him. Yeah, as well. I, I played against him very early when he was at Norlanga. I, like, I used to kick some goals on him then. But so, quite a, he's filled out quite a bit, eh? Yeah, like yeah. So when we unit. met each other yeah. well, after his first longer stint, you know, he'd obviously filled out a bit and was quite quick. So yeah, um, yeah, we had some good battles. Gun cricketer too. Mm. Um, coach that sticks to mind. What? Uh, yeah, probably probably a couple. Uh, Ian Cox, yep. um, who coached, would have been. 06, 07 at Flaggy, and Ian sort of sticks out. I mean, he's a very, very good coach, but he sticks out to me because he's probably the first one that really believed in in my ability. Yep. I guess so. Um, yeah, he, he was he was fantastic. Um, ended up, you know, um, but he come to Flaggy, sort of he'd gone full circle. He uh, sort of touched on before Flaggy finished top ninety seven, and uh, Coxie had finished up at South and, and got the job at Langhorne Creek. And yep. He rated all of our talent. <sighs> um, you know, the Mannion brothers, Clint Goblin, uh, yep. Sean O'Connor, these Jim Batsavalis, these these guys, and so we went from top to bottom. And I think Langon went on back to back flags. All those guys. And Early two thousands, oh one, oh two. And then yeah, comes full circle. Yeah, you know, later on years, and then he comes back and coaches us. How good? But he was brilliant. And yep. he ended up yeah getting a gig at um, at Glenelg after that. But uh, yeah, and the other one would be um, obviously Barry Barry Pilmore. I mean, I think he, he gets spoken a fair bit, and yep. he, he was brilliant, brilliant. Uh, man manager, yeah. Um, but the other yeah would be Rod Mitchell, as we yeah. spoke about before. You've had um, some good coaches, hey. Like, just his, yeah, they're talking yeah. about him now. Like there's some good names like that. But just his, but just his preparation and it's something that you know would go into. You know, he could be playing anyone on a Saturday, and the whiteboard set up, and he'd be you know this bloke can only kick on his left, so you're playing on him. So make sure you corral. Just stuff just you wouldn't everything. think about. Just do everything. Yeah, yeah. And it's, that's um, so cool. Yeah, and cool. there's no no surprise he um, like what he's done. With my Ponga yeah. as well. You can see, yeah, he's been building, hasn't he? And yeah, absolutely. Next year you I mean, go again, like they're going to be... Yeah, my Ponga have been... One point off making a granny this year. Yeah, yeah my yeah, Ponga. They've been a seller dweller for 30 that, years. As far as I'm... He goes in there his third year and they're one point off a grand final. Yeah, so. and they're, they're starting to build rivalries because yeah. they're... they're so if you need any proof in the pudding, like he's taken a team that's 
Premier yeah. League finished first or second bottom. Yep. And it's taken them to win the point of a grand final. Crazy. So there's your, there's yep. your proof. Yeah. 100%. Um, we sort of touched on after footy playing days. I'm talking we after football, football. Like, you always be on the sideline somewhere, won't you? Like, watching or getting yeah, involved yeah. somewhere. Yeah. And wherever, if the girls play footy or netball or whatever, there'll be... Is there anything that sort of you go, well, I'm always going to be involved with it, aren't you? I'll always be involved in it in, in some respect. Um, mm. But I think it gives, opens up the opportunity to go watch some more yep. local footy. Yep. Like I'll go, I've still got some mates, yeah, obviously playing at the Ds. I'll go up and watch a few of their, yeah. their games and obviously yeah, watch some, some games with Flaggy yeah. on, on the hill with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's my, my turn to yeah, be on the, the other side of the fence. Yell some abuse. Yeah, yeah exactly. Good abuse, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've copped enough of it exactly. for a long time. But yeah, I'll see, yeah, Mackenzie starts uh, primary school next year and she'll yeah. probably start net set goal and all sorts of things. So yeah. that's... It's another thing. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know how that goes because yeah. yeah. we want to get in that. So that'll be, that'll be my, my sporting how life good. moving forward yeah, to yeah. be with the girls. So. You'll be similar to my dad with the... Um, I think I kick seven or eight there. I kick ten there. You can tell the kids <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. My dad does that all yeah. the time when we drive in the country. <laughs> Except you had fifteen more years of playing than him. But um, cool, man. I got one more question, and then we're going on the news quiz, mate. So, have you got a story, a silly Sunday story, or a best dress? Just touch on one. Or... Um, yeah, probably. A, I guess a, a silly Sunday. Probably more of a footy trip story yep. than a than a silly Sunday story. It's when I was up at Onkers, we had a, a footy trip uh, in Mount Gambier. Yep. And there's a guy called, um, I'm sure he won't, uh, I'll just go with his first name, uh, Josh. Yeah. And he um, had this, this party trick. So it didn't matter. He just, he loved being nude as well, this, yeah. this fella. So it didn't matter if it was at the footy club, like yeah. five minutes after presentations are finished or yeah. in the front bar at the Oki or whatever. Yeah. He's it's always nude. But his party yeah. trick is he'd get a bit of toilet paper from the, from the yeah. toilet and stick it up his, his, his jats and light it on fire and... And run fart. around, you oh. know, and, you know, because it's you know, trailing <laughs> yeah. thing, and run around until it starts burning his, uh, burning his backside. And so we're in this this pub in Mount Gambier, and we're talking to, you know, it sort of comes up, and the front bar manager or the bar manager's like, I, I want to see that. And all the old uh, bar flies are in there, like, we'd love to see that yeah. as well. And so he's, he's gotten nude and That's started true. the trick, and you know, he's running up and down the bar, and then someone opens the front door, and he, he runs out the front door. And, um, <laughs> Everyone then goes back to their what they're doing, having yeah. their chat. I think the grand final was on actually. Um, Travis Barco kicked the first goal, I think. Oh, thanks and, for that. Um, was that Collingwood or when it was Geelong? Probably Geelong, I think. Mm. I know he kicked the first goal, Collingwood, Granny. That was eighteen, so it must have been when it was Geelong. So yeah, yeah. I thought you were. <laughs> I thought you were going twenty eleven. Reminder. No, but then it was probably whether well, the next quarter or something. And then someone sort of goes, well, "Where's Josh gone? Like, no one had seen him." So that someone's opened the door and he's. He's cool. gone outside nude, and um, I think one of the guys gets a phone call. You guys need to come pick up your mate from the local police station. <laughs> so he's actually been done for Run, from yeah, uh, public indecency, yeah, because he's nude on a on a main street. Did he get out the door and ran? No, into I think him they just, just yeah, I think that's basically what happened. So then they picked him up, thrown him in the uh, in the back of the uh, in the divvy, and then sent, taken him down to the. And he actually bus. ended up. I don't know if it went on his, his record or anything like that, but he had, had to go back to the area and do community service. Oh, really? Uh, after that, but the funny thing is that he'd um, he was blonde hair by nature, and he'd uh, for the footy trip he'd grown a goatee, but he'd shaved his head so he's blonde, but he dyed his goatee jet black. He so he just looked like the biggest. Can <laughs> <laughs> so you imagine this bloke running down the, the main street with toilet paper on fire? And, right, that, uh, yeah, that's classic. classic. I but, love that. But then I suppose yeah, yeah uh, silly Sunday, Mad Mondays, the the goat. Uh, for, for dressing up would be yeah. a good mate of mine, Saul Abbott. So he would have done the, it would have been 
maybe five or six years ago, he did the you know, the, the film clip, uh, Somebody that Used to Know by Oh, gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, he'd done that. So he had the shoulder length black hair, but he got the star or whatever. The full painting. Oh, he really? His whole body. Yeah, so he went um, the whole so, hog yeah, every he was, year. Um, every year, he's, he's probably best on. Yeah, so right. He loves it. I yeah. love that. That's awesome. Cool, Butchie. Hey, raise on his quiz, mate. 10 of the best questions in a fun fact. Yeah, yeah. All right, mate, we're about to jump into the 10 questions for the news quiz, but before we do that, mate, we are going to quickly touch on my um, little fun fact for the week. Um, I've just done a quick search, mate. Um, You might already know this one, but did you know the heart of a shrimp is located in its head? No, that's... um, Something different? That's that's a new one. Yeah, they also have an open circulatory system, which means they have no arteries in their organs, float directly in blood, so... Yes. Is that what gives them the, um, the pinky? Yeah, it must be. Color. Yeah, maybe. Do you like shrimp or prawns or. No, they're related. Not a big, yeah, sure. Yeah. Baby shrimp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a, not a big fan of seafood? No. No, uh, Mackenzie, oh, she, she loves it. So yeah. when we get the fried rice, pick out the shrimp for her. She, she loves it. Yeah, right. Mm. What about other seafood? Nah. Oh, I like fish and calamari and lots of stuff, but hey, uh, yeah. How good is calamari? Yeah. Not, not a big prawn fan. Nah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Hey. That's the uh, fun fact. You ready for the news quiz? Pumps, mate. Right. Sort of, this is what we're waiting for. Hey, it. oh, sorry. Before we do that, let's. I've written down your. So here we go. This is only what's noted on, on the uh, sort of what is it? Sporting HQ or whatever. Yeah. So we know it's not right, but on there it's got you for a total of two hundred and twenty-nine games, forty-nine times you've been in the best, and then six hundred and forty-one goals. So, what are we adding to that? Do you reckon? I would have played two ninety high two nineties A grade games. Um, Surely there's ten more in you. And then <laughs> yeah, well I'm actually only a handful away from two hundred A grade at, at Flaggy. Yeah. So um, you had seniors. I said my first full year was um, was B grade. Yeah. So so and then goal wise, well, about eight, in the eight hundreds like for A grade goals. Yeah. So, and then plus um, juniors, you'd be close to nine hundred, wouldn't you? I didn't actually. I was, that was pretty average it. at junior level. Yeah. So didn't add still eight hundred roughly agro goals, and then nearly three hundred agro games. Fucking hell! Pretty good resume, mate. That's cool. Why, that's why it's time to, to give up, mate. You can't keep going forever. So. <laughs> All right, I've got a couple of. We're going to get into this quiz, mate. Um, we've got a couple of viewers' questions this week, so Ooh. I'm going to start you off with one from the good man himself, Mitchie Portlock. What is the win-to-loss ratio for Port Adelaide in showdowns versus the Crows? So can you tell me how many Port have won and how many Crows have won? I, I actually had a guess of this, and I was very close. I was pissed off. Was so you want the, the, the gap between them? So I think Port may have won two more. Maybe, maybe two. All right. And it, or do you want the, I'll give you half there. How so it is two more, is it? Is that the gap? I'll, I'll, yeah, it is two. <laughs> yeah. But how many each in total wins each? 97, they said they've played, first played in 97 until oh, yeah, well, a year. Oh, yeah, you do the maths. So, we set 25 years, so it's been 50, maybe that one in the final, 51. So, what do we go? 20, <laughs> shit, my maths. Yeah, you, you, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to say, but you're fucking, you're not bad, like what you've just worked out. 25, know. 27, so they might have Yeah, oh! Whose way? Poor. Correct! <laughs> 24, 25 crows, 27 poor. Bang! 
Fucking hell. And quick math, is that, that what they call it? Quick math. <laughs> Very good. Uh, one for one. Number two, who did new recruit for the for Port Power, Willie Junior Rioli play for prior to West Coast? Uh, Glenelg in the Asanafil. Correct. Oh, I like this. Flagstaff have recently won six peak from 2016 to 21. They have only won one other flag. What year was it? It's A grade. Like 1985. Correct. You said like 30 years earlier, and I'm like, uh, fuck. I was born, I was born in 1985. Nah, you're right, right. Yeah. 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 I was thinking, nah, that's far out. It's 2022. Yeah, time goes quick. Yeah, man. Far <laughs> out. I thought it was 2010 still. Um, what was earmarked the most iconic mark in history in 1970? Alex Jezelenko. Yo, 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 Yeah. Wow. Actually, uh, I agree with Kane Corns. I don't agree with a lot of things Kane Corns says, but it's actually not that yeah. specky a mark, is it? Yeah. It's probably yeah. There's been some I took took one of those every every second. <laughs> <week>. <laughs> I still think Moorcross, Gary oh, Moorcross. Yeah. How good was that? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's he, the best mark of all. Someone time. told yeah. me he injured himself pretty bad after that mark. I can't remember. I don't think he had another year in him after that, but. It's actually stand on someone. Yes, well, not and stretch. On them, but absolute to, stretch. It's actually stand on with two feet. Yeah. Unreal. I'm going to have to share that when we release this, mate, um, during the week on socials. All my thousands of followers. Um, four for four, number five. Who was the last AFL recruit that came from Flagstaff Hill? For a bonus question, can you name the first? So can you name the, the last recruit so that had played, had played at Flagstaff Hill and is in the AFL system? No, this is a touchy one because I know Happy Valley and Flaggy both claim him, Nathan Eagleton. It's um, not a touchy one. Yeah, because well, apparently, because they're both. both yeah, no, 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 I, I, I heard that too. Yeah, both. both no, 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 I'm saying the last Flagstaff Hill player. So, played his juniors in Flaggies and he's in the AFL system now. So, he's in the AFL system now. Sorry. So, you're saying. Oh, sorry, you're saying. I, the I think you said one. the first. I think it's said first and last. You might have... Yeah, I did. So you... So it still doesn't... Now, nah, all right, all right. I'm, I'm going to... You give me the other answer too, because I know what you're saying there, because I looked that up too with the Nathan Eagleton thing, yeah. and he hasn't come up on his flaggies, but I know what you're saying. Because both, both teams are struggling with juniors, so they had a combined yes, team for did. one year. Yeah, and he so played a bit for... He, yeah. Well, it was a combined team for them. Can we, you name the one? Because I'll give you that as a... Th- well, Adam would be the... No. If, 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 Neg- if Eggs isn't... Uh, no. Well, Marshall's Correct. Um, yeah. I'm giving you half because you had it on, I guess. <laughs> nah. Ben Marshall's, yeah. Number five, rookie draft. Mm. There was Coon, Adam Cooney in there as well, and there was one other fella who was on Hawthorne's list. Oh, uh, there's a, a Wikipedia that says. Um, yeah, I'm angry. Bruce? Yeah, but he never played nah. the flag, so I don't know how that, yeah. how that came up. I thought that's where you might have been going. Nah, I've given you the point completely now because yeah. you just. Uh, <laughs> and who was the last one? Oh, Brett Turner. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I probably... No, nah, I'm giving you Marsh. You've just named everyone in your recruits, yeah. I think. I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, there's one from Hawthorne. He didn't play a game. Um, what Essendon AFL rookie listed AFL player this year kicked five goals in his debut in 2022? And Nick Martin. Good good dream team get. Wow. He had <laughs> 27 as well, that, that guy. Was crazy. Just shows yeah. how many... Players playing in that lower league could get crackers. Definitely, just need a chance. Yeah, you are 
Seven out of six. <laughs> oh, you got your bonus point. All right. Jonathan Brown debuted in round five, 2000, at the Gabba versus the Crows. What were his stats? Well, let's go something a little bit obscure. Oh, sorry. Oh. We've got A, zero disposals, B, eight disposals, C, 16 disposals, or D, 24 disposals. I'll go with the, uh, the obscure. I'll go with zero. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Zero handballs, zero kicks, one tackle. Who was it? Uh, Cade Simpson. It, was, it took yep. him his third game to get a touch. Yeah, correct. <laughs> wow, you're a nothing, man. You're, yeah, I'm you're more better than... you got me covered. I like this. Is there a prize at the end of this? Is there a, a Toddy nah, on the Potty t-shirt? Or down the line, mate. I'm working on things. I'm working on things. Hey, there was... I reckon I was at that game. 2000, I went to Gold Coast with a family trip, and we actually went and saw the Crows play Brisbane. So I may have been at that game. Mm. What a game to see Jonathan Brown just <laughs> get one tackle. John Coleman played a total of 98 games. How many goals did he kick? This is my choice. You never yeah, <laughs> had to be. A lot. A, 418. B, 453. C, 564. So 564. Oh, there it is. Yep. Fair That's 5.5 goals a game, the yeah. averages. Crazy. All right, I've got one more, and then I've got an audio question. Can you name an AFL player with the last name Butcher? We had Johnny Butcher. Correct. His brother, Danny, was on the list. Yes, he was. Yeah, didn't, didn't, didn't play. Didn't, didn't make it. There's one other one. You're not getting any more points, mate, but can you <laughs> name the other one? He's not from Paul. Can you remember uh, Ken Butcher, mid-90s? Sure. Nah, Collingwood. Collingwood. 22 games at um, Collingwood and then finished up at the Swans with zero games there. Um, a few people have told me your kicking action is a bit like Johnny's. Is that... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very similar. Just very a few similar. worm burners yeah. getting around. And... As I said, mate, there's no, uh, no diagrams in the paper. It doesn't so matter. If they go through the big sticks, it doesn't really matter, That's does right. it? Exactly. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to pause them for a second while I get this question ready. Here we go, Butchie. Listen to this. Butchie, that was obviously Zaharakis. Yep. Can you name what game and who that was against? It would be the Anzac Day game versus Colin. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) That broke my heart, man. Because I reckon they were three goals down and they just come from the clouds and that was a pretty epic moment, man. Is that more painful than the the prelim this year, mate? Oh, wow. You went there. (laughs) You went there. Still hurts me, man. Hey, it would have been a better grand final for you, oh, Absolutely. Surely that was absolutely. a stinker, eh? Do you want to know what you've got, mate? I think you already know. So, you got the bonus question. I'll probably... Yeah, I'll give it to you. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Oof. Bang. Oh, not happened. Not happened on Toddy on the Potty. I am uh, very well, impressed, first time. mate. First time? Oof. First time. Mate, that brings us into the, uh, the show. Um, have you enjoyed it? I have, mate. And you, you talk about, you know... Yeah, your biggest achievements, I think. 10 out of 10 on the uh, the Niz quiz probably ranks up there as well. Yeah, bloody <laughs> oath. Chuck that in the uh, trophy cabinet, mate. Um, nah, dude, pleasure having you on. Really uh, appreciate you. It's good you're just a stone throw away, really, living down the road. Um, 
yeah, the, the, the story will grow, mate. It'll be good to see you. Hopefully you, you jump out coach somewhere, mate, down the track and teach those uh, young kids how to kick a goal or two. Hmm. Beauty. Thanks, Thanks mate. Cheap. Appreciate Legend. it. Cheers, Val. That is episode 17 of Toddy on the Potty done. Uh, Instagram, Toddy on the Potty, one word, get around it. And then we got our, uh, obviously, on the uh, Spotify account, Toddy on the Potty, um, and then Apple Podcast. Get around it. We are nearly done for the year. Three more episodes. Loving it. Uh, Daniel Butcher here today. Done and dusted. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>